0: Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved.
1: Episode 1300, air date August 29th, 2023. Like I said, a little video intro. Yep, go ahead. Okay, we'll see you in one minute. All right. All right, everyone, uh, we're going to be
0: doing a live here with Jesse from Missing Link. And uh, I hope everyone enjoys it. But we're going to really talk about, uh, we're going to review.
1: Let's go over to Justin and see what he's got. go. Everyone has something to share, and either wisdom, story, or logic. And it's clearly amazing to hear all the different missing links discovered by people unique
0: to their own journeys. And in how they have come to discover them. Together we can help to build a bigger picture for a better future for a brighter tomorrow. Let's stand united. Let's remove the veils and let's create a new world together. Are you? That missing link. Join Jesse Hale on the Missing Link talk show as he helps to unveil the mystery through the unique wisdom and store of others.
1: Three, two, one. Welcome, 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 everybody here back to The Missing Link. Today we're excited and honored to have someone who's an MIT PhD, the inventor of email, is a scientist, inventor, entrepreneur and Fulbright scholar who holds four degrees from MIT, including his PhD in biological engineering. He started seven successful high-tech companies providing thousands of jobs in um, MA, I believe that's Massachusetts. Um, His life has been about solving very tough problems by identifying the root cause, bringing together people to innovate real solutions. Now he wants to serve America beyond left and right, to deliver solutions we need and deserve. Welcome to The Missing Link, Dr. Shiva Ayyadari. I, uh, I, uh, how are I you doing today? Great to Hi, have you, Jesse, how are you? I'm very, very good. It's an honor and a treat to have you. So um, why don't you start off with telling us a little bit about yourself, about your journey, a little bit about your background, education, um, anything that you wanted to share with the audience, what part of the world you grew up in, what part of the world you're in now, whatever that, you know, especially if they may be hearing you here for the first time.
0: Yeah, I think, uh, Jesse, probably the best place to start is when we started this, you said something interesting. You said, this is my uh, 555th episode, right? Five, five, five. Yes. Jesse? Yeah, it sure is. Yeah, so what's interesting with that number is fascinating. Is in, you know, we looked it up right before it. If you believe in any of the, you know, power of numbers, it's a number that actually represents a connection of heaven and earth. And earlier this morning, I had a long talk Uh, with a good friend of mine about um, really fundamentally what we're witnessing. You know, it's sort of may seem trite, but it's really a, a spiritual battle between good and evil. And the connecting heaven and earth is a big part of it and is how you do that. People use a lot of these words, but fundamentally the journey that I've been on has been to create solutions that actually help us connect these different realms for those people who are interested in um, living a highly conscious spiritual life while on this planet. That's fundamentally what it's about. Um, So I haven't spoken in in those words. That's why, you know, I wanted to really talk about, you know, as I review my history briefly in the beginning of this, you know, um, my background as a warrior, you know, as a scientist, as an engineer, who's really been front facing in my own, individually and collectively, really fighting and um, defeating what I call the swarm. In fact, we should call it the Brahmin swarm, and we should talk about that. Who is a swarm, and what does this word uh, "quote unquote" Brahmin really mean? And fundamentally, the world is now a multiracial, decentralized swarm of a neo caste system of, um, of of Brahmins, who are not only you know in the Indian tradition, but all over the world. And we should talk about that. What does that mean? Um, And my journey has been fighting this again on a very personal level and collectively. So this is when I say that I know the plight of everyday people, working people, because I am one of those people and I've had to fight those fights, you know, um, front facing. It's not been something theory. So for a lot of these people who use the word, oh, I know your plight. Oh, oh, let's be revolution. Let's start a revolution. Right. Um, none of, These are just words, messaging words. None of them are real to any of these people. Um, many of them actually crib their notes from me, you know, steal my words to try to manipulate people into um, the swarm, back into the swarm. Right. So my journey has been one of a warrior, scientist, engineer and inventor all my life. Um, and that journey as a warrior began uh, being exposed To a insidious system called the caste system of India that I grew up into. And now that caste system, which I thought I left India, today pervades the entire world. The Brahmins of India now have become, you know, there's a global Brahmin elite who actually think they're better than you at a fundamental level. And this Brahmanical caste system involves people who are brown, yellow, white, you know. Uh, all different colors, Uh, a multiracial aristocracy which pervades the world. And it's a very small set of them. And the good news is over those last 50 years, 59 years, I'm 59 right now, of that journey, I've learned how to not only fight them, but what we must do and can do to defeat them. And in order to defeat them, that will demand that you as an individual must make a choice. Do you want to raise your consciousness do you want to um, let go of this naivete and stupidity in thinking you can somehow tame and reform evil? Um, or do you wanna take a very, very uh, decisive approach to recognizing that evil can never be tamed or united with? Um, some idiot doctor wrote to me, he goes, oh, you would be farther along if you worked with these evil people. It's like, you're a fucking idiot, okay? Um, And these people are sitting in their lofty towers, ivory towers, um, making commentary, never knowing the journey of me or everyday working people who've had to fight tooth and nail and every day have to fight injustice. They know nothing about the plight of everyday people. So everything's theoretical to them. So my journey in summary has been as a warrior who discovered the caste system. Then as a scientist who witnessed my grandmother, a village healer, applying traditional systems of medicine to heal local villagers and then as an engineer as a biological engineer discovering and uh, connecting the missing link between those ancient systems of medicine and modern engineering theory to bring to the world um, what i call truth freedom health the system which can really empower people to become their own gurus to become their own hero you know my job is to be a catalyst with the knowledge i have so people can become heroes. That's what my job is. So people don't say, oh, what do you think about Trump? Trump is getting indicted. What do you think about booby effing Kennedy or this? These are all wrong questions. These are the questions people ask who wanna be slaves and house slaves, right? They don't wanna get off the plantation. So that's my journey. My journey is to be that field slave who's not the quote unquote good Indian um, uh, who has decided um, that I have great, great anger and hatred for the Brahmin swarm, and I'm committed to defeating them and fighting them. And I have defeated them. We've had many, many victories. When you when you take the approach of what we teach at our university, Truth, Freedom, and Health, or our system, people can actually learn to think beyond left and right. They can learn that they are a force for change and that their leaders ref, ref, reflect their state of consciousness. So if you have a consciousness which is willing to accept liars and snakes and duplicitous people whose personal integrity doesn't match their public integrity, and you're okay with all that. Well, you're gonna get a bunch of scumbag leaders, and you deserve that. But if you want to raise your consciousness and you want leaders who will actually lead, who will say the right thing at the right time, their integrity, personal and private, match. You know, they're not like two different people, schizophreniacs, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you can look at their history all the way from since they were a child to in their adulthood, and you will see a direct connection that there is no um, contradictions, that they've always been consistent in fighting evil. That's the kind of leaders people need. They need people who raise people up, not bring them to a level, oh, yeah, that guy, oh, yeah, that guy, uh, he uh, scammed all these people, but now he's running for president. Oh, I'm OK with that because all of them are scammers. That's what politicians are. Well, bullshit. That's not what I believe leaders are leaders are people who actually believe in truth freedom and health and their life reflects that they fought for freedom they fought for truth and they live a healthy life All those three things have to match so if you have someone who bangs a bunch of prostitutes while his wife is pregnant and pays off lawyers you know and other people to get them off or another one who bangs 38 women I'm talking about booby F in and Kennedy the early person was Trump right? And when his wife dies, does bogus, you know, funerals, and then exhumes the body of his wife because he never actually hated her, and moves her. These are not the kind, and these are the kind of people that you want to even consider. Or another guy, they went and found a brown guy to mimic me, this guy called Vivek the Snake, right, who actually, you know, bought useless drugs from big pharma, wrapped it out into IPOs, and cheated people, right? If that's the kind of people you want or you're, you're OK with that kind of duplicity, then you, you should not be watching this stream and you should probably go align yourself with evil. Um, we are building a movement now, Truth, Freedom and Health. Our political campaign, you know, Shiva for president is demanding, you know, you can, by the way, you can put this bumper sticker on the back of your car and you will do more work that way, you know, than by being on social media, which is fully controlled, okay? So we're about building a movement. The future is offline. We're about destroying this brahmanical swarm which pervades the entire world. And we're about not, you you know, there's a lot of people say, let's unite. No, there's there's nothing to unite here with evil. You must divide yourself from evil. It's not about unity. So my journey brings me to a very, very different um, path. You know, I did a tweet today. You know, I said, when Christ said the meek shall inherit the earth. Again, my journey reads that statement that the meek, what Christ was referring to, were the pussies and the ignorant people who do not want to stand up to evil. Yeah, they can have the earth. The warriors and the wise who want to stand up, well, we'll have different choices. We can go to heaven or we can stay here and fight. But the pussies and the ignorant people who want to follow these fake heroes, want to follow the snakes, that's what Christ was really meaning. The meek shall inherit the earth. It wasn't about the humble people, you know, inheriting the earth. It was, if you're a pussy and you don't want to break from the swarm and you don't want to fight these evil people and you're willing to accommodate them, then you deserve mammon, you know, you deserve this material world. So that's my, is sort of the long answer to my, your, your short question.
1: No, that was great. We're here to hear you talk. So you go in depth as you like in the questions. So I want people to know a little bit more about who these Brahmin are and what we are dealing with here because a lot of people point their fingers towards the Rockefellers or the Rothschilds or maybe even the Vatican and the Jesuits, uh, the, you know, uh, British um, nobility. But these Brahmins are are European Aryans that came to India, you know, 1500 years, 1800 years before Christ was born. And I believe that they became the first nobility. And some stuff that I read upon them, they're the ones that actually created evil. So they're the ones who introduced the actual evil into this world. There was peace and harmony before that. People really didn't know what this evil was until the Brahmins came. And they're the hidden hand that's pulling the strings of they're the puppet masters. But nobody talks about that except for Dr. Shiva. We had Desert Owl come on here a couple times to mention the Brahmins being the hidden hand. So I'd like you to tell us you know, your knowledge about that. Yeah, I look, think you let, said let, this, let, Viv- yeah. Vivek the snake, he's one of them as well, That's being snake,
0: Vivek the snake is the epitome of a Brahmin brown nosing big pharma scumbag, okay? And let me explain why. If you look at that asshole, okay? It's a, it's a technical term I'd like to describe him. This guy literally was put there by the swarm and the WEF and go down the list of every three-letter organization because they want to mimic me, right? So they found this fake guy, a brown guy from South India, okay, that's where his parents are from, a Brahmin to steal, attempt to steal, and they're failing miserably, unfortunately, for them, right? Right? The all the work we did in 2020, all the limelight that we got from half a billion people because we actually did God's work fighting the swarm. OK, so they had to find this guy. They were desperately looking for a fool. So they find this Obama 2.0 fool who, by the way, um, attempts to mimic as though he is from the working class. He actually said he's disadvantaged. He went to a f- freaking prep school. His parents are from the Brahmanical um you know, caste, but it goes way beyond the Brahmanical caste as we know it to India. A lot of Indians in the United States who came here originally were Brahmins, okay? And they do not want to talk about the caste system because when they look back into the 60s and 70s, and even before that, what they did in India to people of my background, it's quite embarrassing. So they try to say, "Oh, oh, oh, you're discriminating against us Brahmins. No, you're the guys who caused a lot of major problems. But if you go back in history, I think it's really important to recognize, um, and they're trying to rewrite history, by the way, it's fascinating, the, there was a time when, when India was what was called the Dravidians, the actual native people, very much like the native Americans, okay, of the, of the US. In fact, there's a lot of very fundamental relationship with the Iroquois and the Dravidians of all of India. And when I was with the uh, a project that I was doing in India, there was an Indian genome variation project that was done. And the Indian government didn't want this paper coming up, but it clearly shows if you look at India, you know, it's like that trapezoid from West to East. There's literally like a dagger that comes in across North India of a very different genetic type. And it's from the quote unquote, the Indo-Aryans, which come in from Iran and that group, right? And it literally split way up North India, Kashmir, to the way bottom of India. Now, the people in way North India are a little bit lighter-skinned, and the way people in way South India are darker-skinned. But what the Indian Genome Variation Project showed was, except for uh, you know the ability to pro- create melanin, which is a little darker skin, the people way North India, the Kashmiri, quote-unquote, who are later called Brahmins, are the same races of people down South. You see? So they don't want to do so. What they did was when that uh, invasion took place, they started diminishing the people of dark skin color with the people of light skin color. And that was one of the distinguishing features they started to do to create this Brahmanical caste system, okay? Which then pervaded all over India. But but the original concept of a The guild system was you had different people. Like, let's say you were a really good engineer. Okay. You were known as engineer, um, you know, uh, Jesse. And I was a really good blacksmith. I would be known as Dr. Shiva, the blacksmith. You see what I'm saying? And then, and then someone was, let's say, a really learned person who really studied things. He would be called a Brahmin. Okay. But over time, this, that was the original model, right? You had people who were good at things, but this, model that took place converted this guild system to oh if you're born as this then you will be that you see it was about the birth lottery you follow what i'm saying jesse it no yep. longer be- became about merit of where you came from oh you're born into this you get to be that okay and that devolved into this quote-unquote caste system and now interesting enough in india around the eighth century you know which is what about 1200 years ago or 1500 years ago a lot of spiritual leaders saying, wait a minute, I don't agree with this. If, if we have equality in heaven, why isn't there equality on earth? And we're talking about connecting heaven to earth, right? This number 555. So these spiritual leaders started questioning this, and that led to what was known as the Bhakti movement, B-H-A-K-T-I, which was a movement of the heart connected to God. And between the 8th century up until the 16th century, the caste system was actually starting to break up in India. Okay? And um, people of merchant class, people who are artisans, were being elevated to actually get great respect. Now, when the British come to your British colonialism, instead of letting that caste system evaporate away, they, British colonialism, you can think about the entire British empire, right? They said, whoa, the caste system is pretty good. We can organize people. We can manipulate p- people. And they resuscitated it. So they went and found the old Brahmanical priests. And this is in a wonderful book called The Rise and Fall of the East India Company, written by Ramakrishna Mukherjee. He lays this all out. And they res- re- resuscitated the caste system, which was which was going away, Jesse. Okay? So the caste system was, was originally the, – the concept of the caste system was a guild system, you know, based on your merit – You achieved certain uh, strata in society, certain positions, but it wasn't supposed to be like that. And then, you know, when this Aryan invasion took place, right, the Dravidians of all over India never believed in property. It was like the Garden of Eden. okay? and it was matriarchal societies, right? They completely created property ownership. They they brought in this very divisive caste system. And then, by the way, when the spiritual leaders came up again, that started dwindling and the British brought it back up. And now we have a caste system that pervades the entire world. Jared Kushner, birth lottery, right? Ivanka Trump, Hunter Biden, right? And go on. You can go down the list. OK, these. So now we have a multiracial, multi-aristocrat, brahmanical caste system. And these people thrive on the birth lottery. And these people have learned how to speak the words. They'll speak the words, oh yeah, I believe in meritocracy and excellence, like the scumbag Vivek says. Really, he believes in meritocracy and excellence? Well, he, he created bogus companies. He created companies, literally you can study Axovant, which is a company for $5 million, starts a company, buys a useless drug that failed four clinical trials from Big Pharma, has his mother, if you believe in excellence, why do you have your mother, nepotism, working in your company, who takes a failed clinical study, puts it through a spreadsheet and rehashes it and makes a failed drug appear real for Alzheimer's and then uses his mother's report to take the company public and scam investors. Wow. This is excellence? No, what he did was... Financial engineering. He doesn't give a fuck about people with Alzheimer's and Parkinson's. And then this fellow is promoted on every media channel. New York Times, the liberal media. Every day there's an article of him. Why? Because the New York Times actually has real Indian Brahmins there and Brahmins. Okay? The liberal promotes him. Fucker Carlson never asks him a hard question. Oh, really, Vivek, let me ask you. Why did you support this doctor? I think her name is Dina Henderson, who is all pro-vaccine mandate, all pro-mask mandate, is a big pharma person, and you gave her $2,700. Why did you do that? Okay? None of these people are asking this motherfucker any hard questions. And they actively promote him while attempting to make me in- invisible, but they have a problem because half a billion people all over the world have heard of Dr. Shiva during 2020. We got the world out. We got the word out. So the problem they have now is they're scrambling. They're in major disruption. They don't know if it's if they should push DeSantis. They don't know if they should push Trump, you know, do theater with his indictments. They don't know if they should uh, bring someone else out, right? They're completely in disruption. Gavin Newsom, because of our movement, Because in 2020, the movement for truth, freedom, health and the hard work that I did on exposing election systems at the fundamental level, all the hard work. We were the first ones to call out Fauci in the fire Fauci campaign. May of 2020, we were the ones to first get one hundred and twenty thousand petitions to Trump long before these doctors are now doing their scam to try to save face. We were the ones and all of this is credit that we rightfully deserve because we did the work. It's not ego and all those people have a problem with that. Again, you can get off the stream because this is the truth. And then furthermore, it was our work, my historic lawsuit that exposed that the government and social media companies have a government censorship portal. I discovered that. Not Fucker Carlson, not Matt Tybee, all these Brahmins. You see, they never want to give the credit to the non brahmins us. So even when we do the good work and we start leading our people the non-brahmins, the everyday working people. The brahmins have to steal our credit to try to manipulate the rest of us as though they're the smart ones. But they're absolutely the ones who do not give a damn about people, and they're like reptiles. They're literally reptiles. They know how to manipulate people. That's what their parents teach them from day one, Jesse. The day that they're born, they learn how to lie, how to cheat, how to slither like snakes. That's why I call this guy Vivek the Snake. I mean, think about it. His mother takes the data of a failed drug and for her son, redoes it so he can make millions of dollars. This is a slithering spineless set of invertebrates. That's who does this. And they teach their son to do that. This guy was all out for mask mandates. Now he says, oh, I was for mask mandates because Fauci was pro-mask. So I wanted to be anti-mask at the time, right? No, he was supporting. Uh, he was against mask mandates. I'm sorry, in 2020, he was against mask mandates because uh, Fauci, you know, um, was not for masks. Okay, you see. So he says at that time he was for mask mandates. You see, he wanted ma- he wanted mandatory masks in 2020. Okay, because Fauci did not want masks. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, he wanted to go opposite of whatever Fauci was. Right.
0: Just to act as though he was anti. And then so I really want to emphasize this. Isn't it amazing that they had to go find a brown guy who literally steals my words, but who's a complete scumbag? Just think about that. It's a psychological operation. A friend of mine, Owen Benjamin said, yeah, V-A-Shiva. They had to go find V-I-V-A-K. It's all an engram that they're playing with people. And that's how slithering scumbags these Brahmins are. When, again, to you Indian Brahmins, listen, oh my God, he's he's attacking us. Yeah, I am attacking you because if you really cared, you would denounce Brahminism and the caste system. But you don't. You want to have your cake and eat it too. And to all the other multiracial Brahmins, We're coming after you because we're going to destroy the swarm. And the non brahmins which are all people all over the world right now, it's not just India, we are rising up because we know and we're educating people how to identify the swarm. The swarm is the Brahmins are people like Robert fucking Kennedy, who says one thing and does another. He was promoting lockdowns. The swarm are people like Donald fucking Trump. The swarm are people like Hunter Biden. The swarm are people like. Joe Biden, the swarm of people like Bernie Sanders, who says he's a progressive, but he attacks people like me and others who are the real revolutionaries because he he wants all the progressives to now support Biden. You see, that's how these guys work on the left wing and the right wing. They have the fake fighters who sucker people back and they're always supported. That's why they get visibility. So we live in a very important time for people to really understand this dynamic that there's a global brahmin swarm who think they're better than you i mean does it make any sense jesse that you're born into the swarm and overnight you get all these privileges you never have to work for anything that never that never made sense to me right and you're born into a poor family and you have to struggle so hard and fight right
1: Yeah, I don't like that at all.
0: Right. I mean, people say, oh, are you believing in communism? No, I'm believing in what's called basic human justice. Okay, that doesn't make any sense. And by the way, a lot of great data on the gun violence issue, you know, one wing of the establishment says, oh, yeah, we got to take away the guns because they're causing violence. The other wing of the establishment says, oh, no, we want our guns and the gun violence is being caused by people taking drugs and video games. Neither of them are right. It's income inequality. It is this inequality that creates great anger in people. And that's what the research has shown. That people get, you know, a lot of these young kids are shooting people. They're actually trying to make it, you know? And they see such inequality and deep down, they get pretty angry. And a certain percentage of those people are gonna flip out. You're creating the conditions for that. So caste system, bullshit, okay? It should truly be about your deeds. And that's why these people, they don't give a damn about deeds. What they give a damn about is how they can manipulate people faking shit that they never did. I mean, they never did any of the great works. They never busted their ass. Everything they did was through manipulation all the way from grade school, never really working hard, right? They couldn't get into the good schools. Mama and Papa paid off the schools, right? To get them in. Guys like me, we had to work all the way. Everything I've had had to fight for, everything you have, you've had to fight for, right? These people have never had to fight for anything. They're pure scumbags. And that's why I keep telling people, do not think you can negotiate with evil. Do not think you're going to somehow reform them. And particularly, the biggest mistake people make is choosing the lesser of two evils. If you're into that wacko model, then you might as well just join evil. And that's why I believe You know, this flyer that we put out, the lesser of two evils is killing your children. Look at that graph, Jesse. I keep pointing that out. That red line is a life expectancy over the last 60 years of the U.S. population. It's going downward. The gray line is a life expectancy of the rest of the industrialized nations, which are also going to follow America's model. So what's fundamentally happened is that I'm the only candidate pointing this out. And I point out the source, the Brahmanical Swarm, and we also give the solution, right? The solution is, number one, each one of you must become a Truth, Freedom, and Health warrior, meaning understand this dynamic, so you're not just relying on me. Each one of you must choose to want to become a hero and a leader, a global leader, where you understand this science. At Truth, Freedom, Health, it's a, literally a university where you can understand this, teach it to your kids, as many kids as you want. It's absolutely free. You can give it to as many kids as you want, all right? but you learn it. And all of these healthcare professionals should also learn system science, because without it, you frankly are not really doing healthcare. You're sort of bullshitting people wearing your little surgical garb or your white thing. You really don't understand how the body works as a system. So at Truth, Freedom & Health, Jesse, we've put together this entire infrastructure, all right? That people, it took me 50 years to organize that, the science, the community, the curricula, and getting you on the ground, you know? At truth for the health we want people to get this flyer get on the ground and educate people hey this is what's going on to the life expectancy of your child this is who caused it this swarm this brahmin swarm and this is what we must do to win against it the good news is every day we're winning we have many many victories and it was our lawsuit which exposed the backdoor portal to uh twitter it was our you know uh work that awaken people to the election systems issue. And we have so many victories because we take this systems approach. So that's why I want to encourage everyone out there, you know, your audience, and we're co-streaming as we usually do, um, our audience to recognize the way out of this is you. There is no Messiah coming. There's no Brahmanical priest going to do some shaman, you know, some prayers for you and help you. Uh-uh, that's not how it works. I believe God looks upon you to see are you worthy of heaven or do you want to be meek do you want to wait for one of their messiah to help you yeah and then you can keep staying on this earth for the rest of the world but the warriors the wise who want to fight these bastards who want to win against them who want to be warriors who want to be scientists who want to be engineers and we teach people how to do that um that's how we defeat and fight this bramatical swarm because they're everywhere right now. But the good news is they're only a small percentage of them and guys like me they thought they would co-opt, but I
1: never forgot where I came from. So we do outnumber them at least a million to 1 and you know what I like about what you're teaching here is that you know people you teach people to be their hero in their own journey and I think that's really important and with these Brahmins, you know, maybe they started as European Aryans, you know, fifteen hundred years before Christ. You were saying around eight hundred uh, uh, after uh, death, AD that the they kind of amalgamated with the British monarchy to create this bigger entity. Yeah, that, that, that was in the, that was in the
0: around uh, it was really around 1650, sixteen fifteen sixteen seventeen hundreds. That's when that started occurring.
1: Sixteen seventeen hundreds, they amalgamated with this British. Empire, that's kind of what we're all battling today. So, yeah, if you look at what the
0: British did when they came to India, Jesse, they did not try to, um, you know, uh, I mean, it's it's fascinating, right? Instead of trying to impose British law in India, you know, the Battle of Plassey took place in 1757 when the British occupied India. Instead of imposing British law, they actually went and found old pre-eighth century Brahmanical draconian indian caste law and they reimpose that so they literally resurrected the caste system they made the brahmins of india at the highest levels in the indian government and then left for britain so from britain they were remote controlling india you see what i'm saying they didn't and they had they used this other useless fool called gandhi to transfer power from Transfer power. In fact, the Indian documents are called transfer of power. That's what they're called. They're not called the Declaration of Independence. Every Indian should wake up to this. They're called the transfer of power from the British Raj to the Indian Brahmanical elite. Yeah, so the Indian and the uh, the Indian uh, civil service and their Brahmanical elite and the British are like this, you say, And that's where this comes from. But people need to understand that You are witnessing right in front of your eyes right now, the creation of, not the creation, but the explosive growth of the modern global brahmanical swarm, modern caste system. And I'm a fighter who's fought this and who knows how to destroy it because I've had to face this all my life. And the good news is these guys are reptiles. You know, there's an old slogan in the language I speak called Tamil, Jesse. You know what it says? It says, it's a funny slogan. It says, if you see a snake and you see a Brahmin, beat the Brahmin first, okay? Okay? Because they consider these people highly slimy people. Worse than a snake. Yeah. And that's why I call Vivek the snake, because that's what he is. And everyone in America, you know, he's not a real American, nor is he a real Indian. He's a fake Indian and a fake American, because he does not... He, These people, be it Vivek, be it Biden, be it Trump, these people fundamentally hate us non brahmins the real Americans, right? The working class who built this country, who built the world for that matter, right? People who work bottoms up. They believe they are smarter than us. They believe that bullshitting and lying is a very, very good thing to do. I'm telling you. They believe that you cheat and you lie, and that's how you make your billions. And if you're not cheating and lying, you must be a dumb fuck. That's what they believe you are. If you play an honest game, you're not a smart person. You're not intelligent, clever like that. You must learn how to buy a drug for $5 million, have mama resurrected, take it public, cash out, make money. Ooh, that's a very intelligent person. You see? You must know like Boobie F and Kennedy in the middle of lockdowns, to say you support lockdowns and then a year later say, oh, you're a fighter against Fauci and write a book stealing all my material. You see, they think they're clever and they're smart. They actually think you're fucking stupid that you don't behave in their criminal ways. I, people uh, cannot fathom this, but that's how these people are. They actually think your inability to lie and cheat like them makes you a weak person. It's hard to fathom for us, right? People actually work hard, but they actually despise the fact that you're honest, hardworking, and they
1: actually adore the fact that they cheat and lie. So you got a good name by Shiva is like the destroyer. You came here to destroy the Brahmin, the Brahmin, you know, hold, I guess, over the people you had mentioned. It's
0: It's interesting. Shiva is a destroyer of evil. Mm
1: -hmm. You know,
0: Shiva has this pitchfork which the which the crazy, you know, not true christians branded as a devil thing. The pitchfork represents a trident which pierces darkness. That's what the pitchfork is. And the pitchfork is truth, freedom, health. And in some ways, you know, I guess I'm I've taken on that Shiva energy to destroy these destroy this darkness and everyone should do that. Everyone should take the pitchfork to them. And it's interesting, right? The elites are afraid of that we'll all take up pitchforks <laughs> and we should take up pitchforks to them. And we should do that. And it's it's that's why, you know, in Massachusetts right now, um, there's a, a bill to completely further restrict the second amendment. The second amendment wasn't created for the elites to go shooting guns and hunting. That's what they wanna say, oh, there's a lot of, gu-. no, the second amendment was created for us working people us working people to defend ourselves from the government from the state from the brahmins from the swarm that's why the second amendment was created you know and in my view you know my you know cabinet member the department of defense you know and by the way i'll announce who that is you know who that's going to be and we've had discussions you know my department of defense is going to make sure every American is trained to use weapons, is, has weapons, their kids are trained, everyone's trained, so we can defend ourselves from the government. That is what the Second Amendment was created for. And we should get out of all of these wars and ensure that we protect the borders of each country, right? I should protect my borders. You guys should protect your borders. But true... Department of Defense will make sure the people can defend themselves. That's why the founders of the United States created the Second Amendment. And by the way, when everyone is fully armed, no one fucks around with people in communities. It's not like working people are going to kill themselves. What they what they have done is they've armed the gangsters and the criminals and they've armed the state and they've disarmed the working people. This is not right because when working people want to rise up they'll actually unleash the thugs upon us right all the thugs and the mafia and all these people they have weapons so it's very very important that no, this is why all great revolutions always encourage freedom of speech and the first amendment and you know a revolution's going the wrong way when they first start disarming people that's when you know it's becoming authoritarian but you know my you know de- defense policy Would go to local policy which is we need to make sure that by the time a child is 18 they know how to use weapons every household should have
1: enough weapons to protect themselves
0: from the government (laughs) all right enemies
1: enemies foreign and domestic domestic enemies being right now the enemies is the government at the way that they've been doing What they've been doing to the people, mandating these poisonous injections, taking all the money, sending it off for wars in these other places. supposed to be a Christian nation that's supposed to be thou shall not kill. But in the 340 years of America's existence, it's been at war for 320 years. It's only been 20 years that America hasn't been involved in war. And this is backwards to what they're trying to say that it's supposed to be a christian nation where you know you're supposed to love and honor thy neighbor not go and steal god from them Their gold oil and drugs
0: yeah i think we need to also distinguish uh jesse the difference between the american people and the american government okay the u.s government okay the government is uh run by the goal of power profit control In fact, they don't even practice capitalism here anymore. It's state capitalism like China does, okay? Where a small set of elites circulate between government and big corporations. Um, We have monopoly capitalism, state capitalism, right? Regulatory framework that is afraid of true competition. None of those people on that debate stage want me on that debate stage because I'll destroy them. They don't want real competition. They're pussies, all right? They're not men, they're not women. These people are scared little individuals who do not deserve power, and we must take it from them. And it's, it's, it's our God-given duty to take it from them by building a bottoms-up movement that raises people's consciousness. And when, when enough people's consciousness is raised, no one will buy their left-right bullshit. Everyone will see through a snake like Vivek, a bullshitter like Trump, a booby like Kennedy, you know, all these people. And that's what we need to do. It's about raising consciousness, right? Consciousness raising is more powerful than any weapons that you can have, right? Because once you raise one individual's consciousness, you can't bullshit them anymore. So that's what this is about. So our movement for Truth, Freedom, Health is about raising your consciousness. I don't know, Uh, Jesse, I have a video I can play if you want to hear it. It may really help if you have
1: time for it yeah no we have as long as you have for yeah, years so so we're me, scheduled for two yeah, hours let, and if we go over i'm fine for as yeah, long let, let as me, time you have yeah let me play this video so i can also go get a cup of water um i think i have to share can i share my screen with you yeah you press present at the bottom with the little and the 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 yes yeah, so
0: share my screen here okay so i'll share yeah. my stream art right, so let me uh play this video which your audience will enjoy which really Listen, I'm into solutions. I like bashing these people because I hate them so much. Um, And it's good to bash them. It's good to expose them. But you must also uh, spend 80% of the time with the solution. The solution is you. The solution is you must become a warrior, scholar, an engineer, a scientist. Well, how do you do that? Because your school system ain't going to do it. If you're a working person, it's going to take you 50 years. Well, I've created a way that you can do that. And let me play that for you. Uh, and that's the movement for truth, freedom, and health. It's a university. It's a movement. It's many things. So let me play this for you. But I encourage every one of you to become uh, part of this movement for truth, freedom, and health. So here's a video that'll share that. We have allowed our country to be taken over from within. And the end goal is you will have a homogenized world where we will become slaves because there is a condition among the elites that really thinks they're better than you deep down inside them that you don't deserve the freedoms you have. They don't. This reality is what people need to wake up to. And we need to all unite working people. There's only one movement that can do that. And that is the movement that we started creating here in Massachusetts, the movement for truth, freedom and health. Look, I've been a student of politics since I was a four-year-old kid. Setting revolutionary movements, left wing, right wing. There's a physics, there's a nuclear science to destroying the establishment. To build a bridge, you need to understand Newton's equation. You need to understand the laws of gravity. You need to understand Poisson's ratio. There is a way to build a revolution, and that's why I put this together. study, that they'll get certified, that they'll go do activities on the ground. So go to
1: truthfreedomhelp.com. That was great.
0: Think about it this way. People think it's intuitive to, to figure out a snake like Vivek or a scumbag like Kennedy. It's not, because the establishment is very clever. They have their obvious establishment and they create this whole crew of scumbags. And you have to almost go to a university to understand this. And that's what Truth For The Health, it's a university, it's a community. You really start understanding the physics, the science, the engineering, and then you awaken. And it's not for everyone because people want to remain fat, dumb, and happy. They don't have to learn this but the people were tired of being fucked over and over and over every two to four years. Some guy just sent me a text, oh, what do you think about this guy Vivek? And I said, you know what? You should come to the university and learn because every two to four years, you're gonna ask me about another scumbag and another scumbag and another scumbag. And you're gonna waste your life, you know, because you don't take any action to fundamentally change the dynamics here. So that's what this is about. This is about fundamentally educating people so they don't ask, and, and do stupid things with their lives anymore following idiots, you know? But that's what the establishment wants. They want people to follow idiots. They want people to get a, a new Baskin-Robbins flavor, you know, of the week and a new politician, right? And they have a whole variety of these people on the left and right camps to manipulate people. But the reason people do this, Jesse, and the reason many people do not take the course is because... That means they're going to have to do something, okay? (laughs) That means they can't like be sit there and make excuses all day. After you take this course and after you understand it, by the way, we've made it accessible to every adult for pennies. And then if you as an adult take this, you can give it away to as many children as you want for absolutely free. But we want the adults to behave like adults because when you get awakened to these concepts, now you have to get off your butt. You say, wow, I got to go distribute a flyer in my neighborhood, and by the way, you know, just very quickly to mention to everyone so I don't forget, is that you know I am running for president. We should talk about that, right? Um, but it's important to people to understand that my run for president is quite done in a hands-on way. First thing, if you are working and you don't have time, go to shivaforpresident.com and get this bumper sticker. Why is this important? Well, you pay like five bucks or less. You get this bumper sticker mailed to you. You put it on the back windshield of your car. 100,000 people per day will see it. Now you don't have to be on social media. You're getting across a very powerful message that one of us, me, is running for president. And our you know motto is truth, freedom, health. Okay? That's one thing. The people who want to take it to the next level, you can go to the same site, Shiva for President, And you can download this wonderful flyer. It's a one-page flyer. You you can print it on a color printer, black and white. And it tells people, educate your neighbors, your friends, your children, people, if you really care. The lesser of two evils is killing our children, which means keeping voting for these two clown establishment is going to ensure that your child is already going to live lesser, lower life than you. You learn who the grammatical swarm is, and then you can invite people on the right side and QR codes on. It's really cool. Because you can use this physical paper to take people back to the online world, right? But they come to every one of these links leads them to our servers, not Facebook, not Google, but to our servers where they can come to, as I mentioned, they can come to one of our open houses, Jesse. Every Thursdays at 11 a.m. and 8 p.m., we invite people to come to our open houses absolutely free. There's no charge again. You don't have to donate. None of that bullshit. This is about... A noble service of building a movement built by us 11 a.m to 2 p.m it's, it's a full day for me and you know, i typically get up at 5 a.m go to bed at midnight but thursdays it's non-stop we do training for three hours where you get to meet a lot of great people from all over the world and then we repeat it again at 8 p.m so that's what that's the practical stuff uh, jesse where people have no more excuses anymore to say what to do you know Indians have this very funny thing. They go, what to do, what should I do, right? There's so much corruption, what to do? Well, shut the fuck up, I'm telling you what to do, okay? You need to get off your ass. Now, a lot of uh, fake Indians, you know, fake Americans don't wanna do anything because they just wanna keep saying what to do and the system sucks. They wanna watch fucker Carlson all day long or Alex Jones exposing how fucked up the world is. Any idiot can expose how fucked up the world is. It is what do you you wanna do, okay? It's easy to expose stuff, but we have created a vehicle now for people to get off their butts and to fight evil. Period. And we've created the university. We've created the community. We've created the infrastructure. So what do you have to do? You just have to get off your butts. Guys, I've done all the hard work for you.
1: Seriously. So there's a lot of grifters in the movement charging $6,000 for a course or $3,000, making it very unaffordable for most people. So you have a course that you have for people is, is this like an a- astronomical fee that they have no, to pay or is this, let's talk something? about that. Look, um,
0: it's not just a course. Let me show it to you. it's, it's beyond a course. It's an entire environment. Okay. Um, I think I can, sh- I have to go to my thing to share my screen. Oh, I can go here. Right. Are you sharing your screen or is that- yeah, yeah. is that you sharing your screen? Yeah, I just put it up. It's- okay, so I can share okay. my screen here, right? So let me share with you guys. Actually, let me go here. So everyone can go to truthfreedomhealth.com. Um, and if you go there, let me go. I think you can see the screen there now, right? Yeah. Okay. So if you go to Truth Freedom Health, right, what do you see here? First of all, you see a website. It says Get Educated Be Enslaved. The right side is the Truth, Freedom and Health University, community, whatever you want to call it, all right? But we have a couple of videos. Why Truth, Freedom and Health? The swarm video and the video I just played you. We have gear because everyone started wanting gear because they want to be associated like with a university. But we have 500,000 users all over the world in 120 countries. And most importantly, when you go through, through this, you'll you can read stories of transformation of everyday people, okay, all over the world, from Finland, to Iceland, to United States, and our system works. We win. We're not just whiners. We have a history of winning major lawsuits um, exposing people. The problem that we're addressing, Jesse, is that there's a lot of information, but just because you have a lot of information doesn't mean people are getting healthier. Look at all the people that two and a half billion people are obese. Um, People feel hopeless, right, and so on, and the reality is from a systems approach, we educate people that just because you have information doesn't mean you get deliberation. In fact, people take a non-systems approach. They don't expose the whole and people get confused, they get complacent, desperate, or left or right. And the establishment wants there, and we educate people that these are the people who you think are fighting for you, but they're actually part of the problem. And then we educate people that in order to get to wisdom and clarity, you need knowledge. Knowledge is different than information. Knowledge means you have to understand the science of systems. So if you're ready to do that, we've created a, 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 a system for you. It's the education. So there's a university, a 12-part educational course. Then we give you all the books. Okay? So you could just study if you want. Then you get the theory if you want to do the science. Then you get a tool that teaches you how your body is a system. You pr- apply these same principles. Then we teach you how food is a system. Then we do ongoing lectures twice, you know, at once a month, once in two months on various systems. Then we have a way that you can learn, you can teach, and you can, you can serve. We want people to become teachers. Then I do one-on-ones. Then we have a community, you say. Then we give you tools so you can get on the ground and educate people. We've created our own version of Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. So... You see, uh, Jesse, I hope it's clear. It's not any one thing. It's a complete system unto itself. Does that make sense? And, And so what we've done here is a system that is a system to educate you to not be bamboozled, okay? It's a system to educate you that the way out of this is you and we've created in some ways, a university for doing this, okay? But it's more than a university. It's tools that you can heal your own body with this approach. Now, I used to teach this for MIT to, you know, where people pay hundreds of thousands of dollars. When I took it out of MIT, I wanted to give it away for free. No one wanted it. So we said, yeah. okay, because you're so fucked up with the concept of money, we're going to charge you, you know, less than, uh, you know, a third of a penny a day, right, right, uh, whatever that is, you know, or a, a dollar, a, a, a one, a, you know, 30 cents a day, which is 100 bucks. So you pay a hundred bucks and you get access to all of this but now if you get it for people like oh wow that's you're giving all this for nothing but and more i want you now to give this course away to as many children as you want so you can gift it jesse to a million kids as you want well how much is that worth? you know so um ideally people would accept this for the knowledge and then we have people just donating to us. They take the course, They, are people have donated tens of thousands of dollars because they want to gift other people, right? But you can't get this. In fact, and there's an MIT professor who has his students who take his systems course, refer them to my course. And MIT students are paying, you take the executive course and they charge you 20, $30,000, okay? So I don't know what to put a value on me. So I have a lot of really jealous people say, oh, Dr. Shiva's promoting his course. No, you fucking scumbag. If that's what you think I'm doing, then fuck off because we don't need your money. What we do need is we need educated people. In fact, if you want to help, why don't you donate money so we can educate a whole bunch of other kids? Because if you take the course, again, I repeat, you can give it away to as many kids as you want. Now, I've been fortunate because I've created stuff and invented things. I don't have to do this. I've made money so many other ways. Um, if we really wanted to make money, we'd probably charge $100,000 for this course, or we charge $10,000, you know? But no one's going to be able to afford that, man. And this is for everyday working people. We have a woman who's a hairdresser. She takes a course, and she's taught a PhD out of University of Chicago. All right? So this is radical, and people don't know what to do. Well, how do we critique him? You can't really, because there's nothing to critique here. And if you're really destitute, then we'll give you a full scholarship but we don't want people scamming us, you know? But the idea is if you're an adult, pay the meager money, take it, finish it. It's hopefully an incentive for you to finish it and then give it away as many kids as you want. I mentioned I went back to my village in India and we gave it away to 1500 kids. Okay, so 1500 times 100 is what? Okay, that's $150,000, a value that you're giving away. But it's a lot more than that. But the fundamental issue here is that we need to arm and train Raise people's consciousness. You see, to understand the interconnect between freedom, truth, and health, there are nine engineering principles. The elites, by the way, learn the science of systems, and that's how they're able to manipulate people. Jesse, and if we don't learn the science, you're screwed. And I want to make sure we at least have around, you know, a million people all over the world who learn this. About ten thousand leaders who learn this, and it's over for them. If there's ten thousand people who understand this, no one can bamboozle any more people with the left and right narrative anymore, it's over. So it's it's much more powerful than even a gun. Knowledge is much more powerful, that's a real revolution. So the knowledge of system science is what we need to do. Now, running for office, what will I do as president? I'll, I'll you know Using that megaphone, we'll teach system science every day out of the Oval Office. We'll do videos like this, Jesse, every day. Nothing's gonna change. For me, because I'm gonna still continue to be an educator and mobilize 8 billion people. The reality is the presidency is corrupt, the legislature is corrupt, the judiciary is corrupt. So I would be a charlatan, a scam artist, oh yeah, when I become president, I'm gonna do this. No, when I become president, I'm gonna continue teaching what we teach at our town hall, which are, how do you take care of your immune system? How do you eat locally for on a budget? How do you educate your kids to think? How do you become an innovator? How do you balance your checkbook and live frugally, right? So you save money, right? And how do you become a leader? That's how we change the world. Government ain't gonna do shit for you. If you think government's gonna help you, you're out of your mind. Government is here to enslave you. So my running for president is getting access to that megaphone so all the knowledge that I have collectively and individually We're gonna share. I mean, think about what I did in 2020 with a little camera. We educated a half a billion people. We saved millions and millions of people's lives. Now imagine having the podium. Imagine me as president educating, okay, 8 billion people. I'm the president of the United States. I'm gonna teach you how your immune system works. And this is why you need to get out in the sun. This is why you need to eat more particular types of fruits and vegetables. This is how you should walk away from your dumbass fucking doctor who knows nothing about your body as a system. You should be your doctor. Imagine that as president. Okay, next topic. I'm going to teach you how you can go support your local farmer, okay? How you should support, you know, uh, local farming principles. Fuck the USDA. They're all about screwing you over. You know, a local farmer, he can't even butcher his own lamb. He's got to take it to a USDA certified lab and they double the price. If it's my fucking cow, I want to butcher it. I should be able to do it, and if you want to buy from me and I do it cleanly, I will. And if I don't, you're probably going to not come back to me. That's a free open market economy, right? So they don't want people to do that. I will teach your kids how to think. So you don't have to go to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars at MIT. I will teach your kid in a few days how to think, systems thinking. Which president's going to do that? Those guys are numb nuts. When I met with Trump for those two hours, he was the most sorry-ass person I met. He looked like an out-of-work actor sitting in the back room without his makeup on. Completely a foolish individual. But he's an actor. That's all he is. They're all actors. So think about having a president who will educate your children, who will educate businesses, who will mobilize you to build a bottoms-up movement to actually destroy the swarm, the government. So... The goal is to put me out of a job. That's what the president should be about, to make it all decentralized
1: communities. You mentioned the whole system is corrupt, the judicial, the municipal, legislative. Everything is corrupted. Government is corrupted. Um, People that are in the government seem to have this Brahmin mentality where they have superiority over others. I think that that could be fair to say what a Brahmin is. Um how do you expect to get into a corrupted system that has corrupted voting machines, corrupted people behind it where the whole system seems like a cesspool of corruption um how do you feel that you could potentially become president in such a corrupted you know cesspool system Well look let's talk about what happened in 2020 Jesse I ran for US
0: Senate right They never expected a true outsider, true non-Brahmin to ever run who actually knows how to build stuff, engineer stuff, invent stuff, right? A bunch of doofuses and scumbags and snakes are supposed to run. And what happened when I ran? They stole my election. But what did I do? Did I go boo-hoo-hoo, they stole my election? What did I do, Jesse? I exposed the entire election systems. It was my work that did that. The chain of custody in the election systems. Trump stole all of my work and another fool you know, sold pillows off of it. Talking about crazy, wacky shit. But it was an engineer and a scientist who ran who exposed it. Because I ran, we exposed Fauci. Because I ran, we taught people how to protect their immune system, we used that platform. I consider that a victory. I would consider myself the senator in exile in Massachusetts. I won, but I've done more damage to the swarm by running. Did I not? Think about the half a billion people that heard about us now i'm running for president imagine how we're going to help eight billion people because they know they're going to cheat from us but now we have 350,000 people on the ground we have volunteers up the wazoo and by the way everyone listening get off your butt go to shiva for president and god damn it volunteer if you want to give me money great you give me money i give you books and things i educate you so you get something back anyway but get on the ground and volunteer don't watch this and say oh, thank you dr shiva if you like me and you like what I'm saying, get on the ground and volunteer because all of you are gonna become veterans of war. You're gonna fight on the ground. You're gonna learn stuff. So Jesse, we win anyway. Every bumper sticker that goes up is a victory. Every one of these that handed up, it's shattering the swarm, right? And even when they try to cheat us and steal from us, they're losing. Because look, if you go on social media, you will see so many people tweeting, hey, Dr. Sheev is the one that exposed that first. How come you're making him invisible, fucking Joe Rogan? Hey, Dr. Shiva's the one who exposed Fauci. Why are you giving all this limelight to Kennedy? You see, that's that's a thousand razor you know, blades that we're hitting them with. And everyone is doing it bottoms up now. So every time they make me invisible, they're losing. Because people know what happened in 2020. The cat got out of the bag. The genie is out of the bottle. You can't put it back in. And that's why I do interviews with guys like you. Right. We do not and we will not give these interviews to people like Joe Rogan and they'll never do it. Because if I were on his podcast right now, he's going to lose all of his podcast, all of his audience because they're going to say, fuck, this guy's a real deal. You motherfucker, you hit him from us. Right. His audience is gone. Russell Brand, that dweeb. Right. He would be gone. That's why they will not put me on because the instant I go on. That's what happens. They're so fucking jealous of me. They're scared of this non-Brahmin. You know, the media is only for Brahmins, right? Brahmins only. And we're not supposed to be on their media. It's like whites only from the old days, but it's not race anymore. It's Brahmins only, right? Brahmin only media. Bomb. Okay, that's what they have. They have their media and they do not want a bad Indian I'm not a good Indian like me on their Brahmin media. Because they're like, wait a minute, this guy's smart, intelligent, says it like his. he fucking curses like us. He's one of us. What the fuck? Why have you hidden him from us, motherfucker? I'm going to go watch him. So that's why they're afraid, Jesse. And let them keep making us invisible. The more invisible they make us, the more visible we become. You know, in the spiritual traditions, it says the truly, the truly, the true angels of God are the invisible ones. You don't see them. Right, your guardian angels and our movement is developing and growing guardian angels that's what we're doing real angels powerful enlightened people who are in it for the right reasons to shatter the swarm and that is the job of the hour so anyone listening the best thing you can do is don't just listen act I've given you so many ways. You can get a little bumper sticker, put it on your car if you want to be lazy. You can go download a flyer, go hand it out at your local grocery store. There's a video of me looking at my stream. I went out and a bunch of people showed up. We had a guy from Florida come up. We had a guy from Indiana show up, flew in here. And a woman from England flew in to hand out flyers in the Massachusetts subways. This is how we win, guys. They're fucked. They don't know what to do with this. They, can, they control all of social media, but they cannot control you putting this on your car, you wearing Dr. Shiva gear, or you handing out a flyer. I say, fuck them. Get off the ground, you get off your butt,
1: shatter the swarm. So Stop it's not so much about winning the presidential election if that happens then that would be great it's more about rattling the cages you know making sure people are aware that this is such a corrupt system that there is an other options that we can take back our sovereignty but not through political systems which is totally only, corrupted anyways J-
0: Jesse you know you know as, as we talked about the symbol of Shiva Shiva destroys illusion maya The illusion is they have any power. You know, a friend of mine gave me a book written by this guy who was the Senate president uh, or the speaker of the House of Massachusetts. He said, and the book is interesting. He says, everyone used to come to me. He goes, they didn't understand I have no power. I get the power by thinking they think that I have power. Do you know none of these
1: people have any power? None. None. There's 8 billion of us. And they're cowards. They're cowards. They're They're, They're, they're they're small men. They're small men with big, you know, D syndrome. And they're very, very weak. And they only use that fear uh, uh, to gain that power that they perceive, you know, that they have over us. Their physiognomy looks like that
0: of reptiles. A lot of these Brahmins look like reptiles. They're reptilian. They're invertebrates. Academia. I don't know if you know, the Brahmin academia is a bunch of pussies. You know, the way they work is they they sit in their lofty rooms and they write these papers. When you expose one of them and you attack them publicly, all of them run away. They slither away. So I'm here to tell you, as the son of poor village farmers, a working class that has to fight these guys every day of my life. They are pussies and it is our duty to shatter the swarm. And that is why they make me invisible. That is why they made Malcolm X invisible, right? That is why they make all of us who are truly fighting them invisible. But let them keep making us invisible because we're going to go offline and their visibility on their medium is going to become irrelevant. So I'm telling everyone, you know, it's taken me a long time. We have the solution and the solution is you. And the only thing you have to do now is to get off your ass. Which means I want you to get up in the morning when you wake up, close your eyes for 15 minutes and, and, and meditate. I must get off my ass. I must get off my ass. I must get off my ass. Truth, freedom, health. Let me get off my ass. Let me put a bumper sticker off. Let me put a, bu- get off your fucking ass, man. Cause if you truly care about your children, maybe you don't care about yourself. Remind you of that graph. They are killing your children. Your child's lifespan is gonna be less than yours. So our, our, our campaign, by the way, does have very, very important policies, healthcare. But our policy for healthcare, uh, Jay, the Jesse is not about, I'm gonna do this when I get into office. No, right now, I'm gonna tell you what you can do. Here's the immune system. This is how you boost your immune system. You win, you put me in office. I'm gonna share that with eight billion people. Our policy for, and by the way, every Thursdays at 8 PM, I teach you how to do that. That's our healthcare town hall. What is my environment town hall? I'm gonna teach you who's your local farmer. How do you shop locally on a budget? Boom, that is our environmental policy. Because when you learn to appreciate your local farmer, you're gonna make sure the water is protected. There's no glyphosate. You're not poisoning the environment. Education, I'm gonna teach you how to teach your kid to be a systems thinker without going to MIT. I actually teach you the course at 8 p.m., all right? Now, who else is going to teach you that? So our campaign and and so on, our town halls are actually giving you the solution. You see what I'm saying? It's a radical revolutionary campaign. Now, if you make me president, I'm just going to do more of this. If they steal the election, we've already screwed them because 8 billion people, because of people watching this, right, and seeing this. They're gonna learn. We, we reached a half a billion people because of our Senate campaign. We're gonna reach all eight billion people because of our presidential campaign. They're toast, Jesse. It's just how soon do we wanna get there? And that comes down to you and you and you and you and you saying, wow, this guy's figured the shit out. He invented email. He's now created the truth for health system. Let me just start using it. Yeah, Some oh. Lulu er- Erickson says, I need to get off my ass. Yes, <laughs> and by the way, when you go hand a flyer door to door, you also get to lose weight. Okay, because you're walking. Okay, you get to meet people, your brain, you get healthier because you're no longer lonely. You said, wow, I was handing out a flyer. That guy took my flyer. Right. You get excited. Right. You feel you're an agent of change. You have to learn how to talk to people. In real time, you may even meet the love of your life. In fact, that's what's happened. Many of our people meet people who are like them, you know, so. It's a lot of other side benefits you get.
1: Okay. So our audience is about 50% American and 50% the rest of the world. I'm Canadian with our biggest cities being in my province uh, in Calgary and Edmonton, and then also Australia and Sydney and Melbourne. So do people want to have these stickers, even if they're not in America on their car? Yeah. People are putting these, I mean, this is like a global brand for
0: truth, freedom and health, you know? Um, all over the world, I mean, we're in 120 countries now. Everyone's getting those stickers, right? Because look, what happens in America is gonna come to your country very soon. Cause everyone, cause America funds NATO, America owns WEF, America owns all of these organizations. So we have a huge opportunity, but this is a global movement. If you go and you go to Truth Freedom Health, you'll see we're in 120 countries. We have someone from Antarctica who's taking the course. I don't know who, Samoa. We have people in every part of the world. It's global and it has to be global. You can't just have a quote unquote revolution in one country because the elites will surround you. We have to be we have to be decentralized. And that's what this is. Decentralization, by the way, Jesse, doesn't mean disorganization. It means you have figured out the core dynamics and you're going to educate
1: everyone. So you had mentioned how these Brahmins are the ones that feel superior to others, the nobility or whatever. So how do they? This, how does this swarm suppress us? And how? What is this actual swarm? It's not just one method that they use. It's scattered throughout the world through many yeah, different methods, right?
0: Yeah, I think if people go to truthforthehealth.com, there's a video right there called "Shatter the Swarm." Fifteen minutes. Everyone, watch it tonight. If you love your family and your kids, watch it. It took me 59 years to do that video. Okay. It's gotten like 40 million views in spite of all the shadow banning, okay, all over the world. So watch that video because it'll explain. But the swarm fundamentally is a decentralized, multiracial, right? What do you got, John? Um, um, right. And by the way, the international people want the bumper stickers. Because um, international people cannot give funding to a federal, U.S. federal campaign. But they can go to Vashiva.com and you can get them there, okay? Or you can go to, uh, John, you can put a link in a truthfreedomhealth.com, right? John will put a link in truthfreedomhealth.com. So the federal election rules are you cannot be funding outside people giving any money to a U.S. federal campaign, right? But if you want this T-shirts and all that, you can go to... know a different website because a bunch of people are putting them out all over the world okay you can even put them up on your website but the fundamental issue here is that we now have um uh, you know a global movement that is dedicated to truth freedom health that's what it's really about but we have people in finland we have people in africa we have people in india we have people In Australia, New Zealand, Papua New Guinea, I mean, everywhere, Samoa, right? UK, Ireland. It's taken off on its own. We haven't spent advertising dollars. There's no brand person here. It's just occurred all organically. The other thing that's happening, Jesse, is because we have so many people, we've had to now create a structure. We let it sort of emerge. And now we have a leadership training program. Again, we don't charge anything for this. Um, Saturdays, people come to leadership and we're deploying leaders all over
1: the world. So I've been researching things for 30 plus years. I had political aspiration to become prime minister of the country. And if I became prime minister, I would only be for 24 hours because I would disband the whole entire government afterwards. And then everyone would have to write a letter why their position is important. why, How does it benefit Canadians as a whole in order to keep their job? And we would restructure things based on actual significance and importance. So what are some of the party lines that you are running on um, you know, besides the truth, health, freedom, which obviously that's really important, but you know, maybe that you could share with the audience here.
0: Well, I, I'm being very serious. What I meant, these platforms, number one, recognize that the government is not going to do anything. But I'll give you one piece that materializes that. You see, um, if you look at the government structure, you have the presidency, right? You have the lower house, you have the upper house of Congress and then you have the judiciary, right? This is how the balance of powers was done. However, what you notice is that by the time someone gets elected in the lower house, they have two-year term. The day they get elected, Jesse, they're trying to get what, re-elected. re-elected. okay? In the Senate, it's a six-year term, the upper house. The day they get elected, what are they trying to do? Get reelected, okay? Um, my view on this is that it's not just term limits you have to make sure that people also have a substantial amount of time in that, that they feel, oh, I could do something. So I believe the lower house term should be expended, ex- expanded to four years, one term, and you're done. The upper house should be ex- extended to eight years, right? You're done. The presidency should al- also be an eight-year term. So you come in, and all these elections should not be two four-year cycles. It should all be on a four-year cycle. So everyone is elected new, right? The presidency may stay there for more years, the Senate for more years, but you're gone, you're done. But you felt like you had a substantial time. I mean, four years is a lot of time, right? Four years of college, which is a lot of time, right? You can compress that. So that's one thing, it's term limits combined with this resynchronization. That's one thing. Now what you've done is people now focus for the good of the country, which means people will put, there's three buckets of a budget infrastructure, which no one votes for because it's a long term game, right? They're in it for the short term. The next is giving free shit away. Everyone likes to give free shit away because they keep getting reelected. That's called equity. And then maybe security. That's how the budget is. We want people decisions to be what's good for the people, but they're not going to do that if they're in for two, four, two, four, six year cycles. You see what I'm saying? It's got to be hey. You get elected president, you get to be here eight years and then you're gone. Senate, eight years and you're gone. And you know what, House of Representatives, you're here four good years and then get the fuck out. You know, that's how it should be. So that's one example of an infrastructure change. The second fundamental thing is, um, and I've said this since my Senate campaign and all these guys have stolen it from me, that service is citizenship. I think right after you graduate college, there should be a service project you do for two years, whatever it is. You help in the inner cities, you may serve in the military, but you have to do this because you don't know shit about life. I mean, when I used to teach at MIT, the best students came from the military. They had gone from you know, high school to the military. And when they came, they came to study. They weren't goofballs, you know, it wasn't mama and papa helping them, you know, just to get in. So I think that's another very, very important aspect of this. I've spoken about healthcare. I mean, I keep going on healthcare, but you know, the middlemen in healthcare called the GPOs and PBMs are the ones that need to be eliminated because they're the ones who are incentivized to keep the cost of healthcare high, which is why you need such high-cost health insurance. You eliminate them, healthcare costs dramatically drop overnight. It's a cost that's high. I don't know which ones you want me to go to, but if you look at people who talk about pro-life and pro-choice, both of these people only have half of the problem. The pro-life people who are in the evangelical qu- Christians talk about pro-life, but after you come out of the womb, they're, into, they're not into pro-life. Many of these people support Monsanto. They don't watch what the kid eats. Pro-life should be, let's be all the way pro-life beyond just coming out of, you know, beyond protecting what comes out of the womb. You see what I'm saying? So the pro-life people are really not pro-life. They're sort of half-assed pro-life. And the pro-choice people, as you can see, do not support choice in whether you have to wear a mask or whether you have to wear mandates or none of that, right? They're pro-choice to the extent that it, meets their irresponsible needs, you know, but not pro-choice for the true extent of what choice really means. So I could keep going on, but fundamentally, the radical approach here is a systems approach. You say um, we need to pass programs that incentivizes the individual to take care of their health versus some doctor or some institution. And there's some very, very powerful programs uh, that I have that can do that. You know, you start talking about innovation. Innovation can occur anytime, anyplace by anybody. I know because I created email as a 14-year-old kid long before I came to MIT. We should ensure that the, the incentives that today's exists for venture capital and private equity to dump money into centers of innovation are, are de-incentivized because what they do is they take all their money and they put it into Silicon Valley or they put it into one locale when If you think I created email for less than 5,000 bucks, how many other smart 14 year olds are out there? You You see innovation is more like organic food or weed. It just grows everywhere. Innovation is in everyone's DNA. The localization of innovation into these centers is not creating innovation. Facebook ain't an innovation, Twitter ain't an innovation. In fact, you could argue over the last 70 years, there haven't been any great innovations. In fact, innovation is controlled and actually being suffocated by these policies, by a few controlling where the money goes.
1: What would you do to break up the medical mafia's control through lobby groups, through money, through, you know, taking a baby that comes out of the womb, clamping and clipping the umbilical cord before the mother transfers the nutrients, start injecting vitamin Ks and all these type of things, all these other injections that it's actually harming the child. Like the whole system seems like it's, it's, Doomed for failure. It's you know goes against, you know, what's natural and and God given. And it seems like they have control. They can steal children from their parents if you don't follow doctor protocols. They use child protective services. It's a weaponized. There's a whole system that's very, very corrupted. That you just wanted to know how you would help to deal with that stuff. Everything you've said,
0: it's not any one issue. What system science teaches you. If you are unhealthy, it's not one thing, did it? Oh, I didn't exercise. Well, you didn't exercise and you were stressed and you didn't eat right, right? And you didn't walk. And, and you know, it's a whole. Bu- it's like five different things. And to get healthy, it's not any one thing you have to do. You have to do a whole bunch of stuff. It has a synergistic effect, okay? When you look at this graph here, it's not any one thing that got us to this point. It is all those things you just said and more. So how do you solve this? you need a systems overhaul you cannot solve this by just tweaking one little puzzle that's why i say you have to shatter the swarm so if we're serious about this we have to build a bottoms up movement that like occurred in the 1900s all over the world and we have to put the fear of god into these people and we have to seize the means of production that's what needs to happen they don't i mean what i mean is working people need to seize the means of production and that's and that can happen in a very powerful bottoms up, nonviolent revolution, which is when enough people wake up, people say, fuck you, I'm not gonna work for you anymore. I'm not doing that job at Whole Foods. You know what, Jeff Bezos, we working people today own Whole Foods. We've seized the means of production and we're gonna use the means of production of Whole Foods to make sure more organic products get out there faster. We're gonna make, you see what I'm saying? Because it is working people, we're the ones who created these means of, pro- we are the means of production. So that's the next movement that needs to occur. And so I'm about a systems overhaul. All these little tweaks are never gonna happen, man. It's gonna be like a thousand years. And the area under that curve of a thousand years, more and more destruction is gonna take place. The issue is how do we accelerate change? Well, there's a physics to that as I spoke about in the Truth Freedom Health video. If you're gonna build an airplane, you need to understand the physics, right? If you're gonna fundamentally shatter the swarm, how are you gonna do that? Well, I'm gonna have some good ideas. I'm gonna run for office, really? Uh Uh-uh. You need to understand the dynamics of this system. You need to educate enough people on the science. And that's the science that I've discovered, Jesse. As powerful as Newtonian mechanics, as powerful as Maxwell's laws, that is what I've discovered. And more importantly, I've made it accessible to you. Now, some people are going to listen to, oh, yeah, okay. All right. Well, I say a lot of good stuff. And then a finite set of people are going to say, I'm going to learn that. And that's who I'm looking for. I'm looking for those people who truly want to be warriors and scholars, who are serious. The dilettantes, you know, I support you. We'll be there for you. But the goal is to build a movement that is of enlightened people who want, and they come from all different walks of life, all the non Brahmins, right? True. And we will become the true Brahmins in the original tradition, the learned ones. You see, Brahmins were supposed to be people who came bottoms up through their meritocracy. So we have fake Brahmins right now, you know? It's not real Brahmins, it's a fake
1: Brahmin. What's your thoughts on the climate change that's going on? That's another means of dividing people. Some people believe it's BS Some people believe it's real. Ultimately they're spraying the skies. The forests are burning hotter and faster. You know, it's not raining the same when it rains. Now my car is filthy, dirty. It never used to be like that 20 years stuff is happening in the air. Um, I don't think it's happening from cow farts. I don't think it's happening from us. I think, they're engineering this climate. They've had climate patents since 1926. So in the last hundred years, how much has that technology that they can engineer the weather, but they're blaming it on your car or CALFAR as opposed to what they're doing to us? Do you believe that they are engineering the weather? Well, again, or do you think that this again, is natural?
0: I'm a warrior, a scientist and an engineer who actually, you know, has meticulously studied this. Right. So I can explain this. I actually did a video, Jesse, that's out there almost like for the last seven, eight years. And I did this almost 10 years ago. A video that talks about the entire carbon tax scam. Okay, follow the money. OK, by the way, um, Al Gore is predicted now to become the first carbon tax billionaire. Okay, first climate change billionaire. All right. So let's talk about this. All right. What we need to understand is the following. I've done many videos. I'll keep it simple, okay? If you want to model the Earth's surface temperature, how do you do that? That's what they're basing this on. They have a, the, the, all these people got together and they created mathematical models. Their mathematical models predict the Earth's temperature is going to go up two degrees because of CO2. And by the way, they're very, they're very duplicitous. They conflate carbon, With CO2, that's like conflating hydrogen with water, H2O, right? Very clever. But anyway, and even Elon Musk, that scumbag does that, okay? He's very clever, clever monkey, devil. So what they've done is they've said, okay, humans are creating CO2, which is a greenhouse gas, and the greenhouse gas is going to affect the convection of heat that's coming from the sun to the earth, and typically the heat that comes from the sun to the earth, by the way, which is 340 watts per meter squared, and no one disputes this, 340 watts per meter hits the earth and 340 watts per meter should be dissipated. If let's say, three, let's say five watts per meter is not dissipated, it's gonna increase the temperature of the earth by one to two degrees. That's the conversion. okay? so they say that greenhouse gases are going to affect that dissipation, that convection. How do they come to this? Well, they mathematically modeled the ocean waters. With which is a fluid, water is a fluid with the atmospheric fluid, which is a gaseous fluid, and they model two very complex fluids. In fact, they're called turbulent fluids. By the way, you cannot model one turbulent fluid. If you model one turbulent fluid, you will win the millennial prize for a million bucks. No one's done it. But somehow these guys have modeled two turbulent fluids, which is impossible problem to solve, by the way. And based on this bogus model, they have predicted, you know, the temperature is going to go up and so much ice is going to melt on the Arctic Ocean. If people actually turn to I believe page 300 of the IPCC report, they will find a graph of all the predictions. Now you would think if you have 100 different models, all of them should converge. Oh, 80% of the ice is gonna melt on the Arctic, right? You know what they converge to? They don't converge. One model says 100% will melt. Another says nothing will melt. Another says 50% will melt. It's bogus, it's not science. Evidence is reproducible predictions. This is not fucking science. Now, next to me, after I exposed this early, Dick Lindzen, a professor at MIT, exposed this, and 140 other professors attacked him. He was the earliest guy into the National at the earliest age admitted to the National Academy of Engineering. So the point is, we have a bunch of people who don't fucking understand science, who don't understand engineering, and they're one one idiot is following another idiot. And by the way, Elon Musk is a fucking idiot, bullshitter, okay? He supports Greta Thornburg. He supports a climate change narrative. Why? Because he says he 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 gets to sell electric cars mining cobalt carmen using black Africans who actually ate because he grew up in apartheid South Africa where all of them had to carry voter IDs. and he's a fucking Brahmin who believes he's better than the rest. And that's why he promotes another Brahmin called Vivek and they promote, you know, another Brahmin called Fucker Carlson. You see, it's one Brahmanical swarm who promotes bullshit. But here, a non-Brahmin is here to tell you that the earth, the sun is 6,000 degrees Kelvin. It puts 340 watts per meter, 140 watts per meter bounce back. The other 200 watts per meter through a process called convection get dissipated. And guess what? Their mathematical models never included clouds Clouds are like the iris of your eye. If I shine a bright light, your iris closes, right? If I take away, if you're in darkness, your iris opens up. The clouds allow radiative dissipation to take place and they ensure homeostasis takes place, just like your hypothalamus in your brain controls your body temperature beautifully. It's all bullshit. And it's occurring because we're giving awards to an idiot who gets a d you know he may fail all of his math oh johnny deserves an award because he didn't get the answer right two plus two yeah johnny said was 10 but please give him an award and the guy who got two plus two is four he gets the same fucking award this is the state we're in yeah so the climate change stuff is nonsense just bullshit and by the way this vivek the snake brahmin bullshitter six months before The debate, he said, yeah, climate change, I'm all behind it. The earth's temperature is increasing. During the debate, oh, climate change is a hoax. So all the MAGA cult people vote for him. That's the level of duplicity
1: that's going on, Jesse. See, I'm a math guy. And uh, back when I was in high school, (laughs) 30 plus years ago, I got 100% on my departmental, which was me and some oriental guy. was the only two people that got 100% on this exam. So things have to mathematically make sense. And, the earth goes on natural warming and cooling cycle. So as the earth is getting warmer, 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 you know, they're playing upon these things and their fears. And then this carbon, it's only point zero point zero four percent carbon in the air. So even if they did it to wait, 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 do you mean carbon or do you mean CO2? Well, actual carbon in the air, it's 0.04%. So it's less than a half of a percent of actual carbon in the air. So they're doing this big carbon sting to try to make money off of this carbon. But even if it went to 0.03 or 0.05, no amount of money that they could take would make any difference on that amount of carbon. And carbon is actually food for our plants and our vegetation. So them attacking carbon, we're also carbon-based. So attack on carbon is like an attack on us. And you know, that's one of the things that, you know, we're having to to, to, to deal with, especially here in Canada, the prices have gone so crazy well, because of this carbon tax. Yeah, so in Canada, um, the carbon tax is around
0: 70 $80 per tonne. They wanna get it up to in the next four years, up to about $170 per tonne. That's a carbon tax. And that's why forest fires are a very wonderful marketing vehicle for this. If they really wanted to, in Canada, I did a whole wildfire series on this. If they wanted to start, stop fires, number one, they'd fund infrastructure so you'd have enough you of know, these aircraft that can drop the water. You would make arson a serious crime, which they don't. They let arsonists get away. You would allow farmers who know how to stop the fire fires through natural methods do it. In fact, in Canada, when farmers do their natural thing, the police come and stop them, right? Yep. So, um, and they don't do proper forest management, which means they love forest fires, right? Forest fires means you can scare people. See, the temperature's getting hot. We need to stop this. By the way, we're going to tax you. Oh, okay. I guess I should be happy, you know, giving, you know, a huge percent of my income to, to stop these forest fires, So that's what it's about, Jesse. But I'm telling you, none of this is going to change unless we build a bottoms up movement. Then the question is how do you build a bottoms up movement? It is building something. You need to understand the engineering science. Well, where do I learn that? Well, truth, freedom, health. And it has to be global, and it has to be a community. It has to be a university. It has to be us coming together. It has to be us learning not only to be warriors, but on the ground. I can't overemphasize this. People who have actually a plumber understands what I'm saying. A electrician understands an engineer because plumbers, electricians and engineers, we have to build shit that works. We can't bullshit. Because if we bullshit, pipes break things fall out of, uh, you know, out of the sky, right? Scientists can bullshit. Politicians can bullshit, but if we are going to build a movement for God's sake, treat it with honor, no different than building, you know, the putting, laying down pipe in your home. There's a physics to it. And I've discovered those scientific principles, learn it. If you don't want to learn it, great. But if you're serious, you have the luxury. Now I've figured it all out seriously. So that's where we're at. One is the exposition. The other is recognizing that in order to defeat this, we have to have enough people educated as leaders on the ground who mobilize people bottoms up. So the real issue, you know, eight years ago when I did the climate change video, the goal here is the Paris Accords, for example, allows China to double their pollution, allows India to double, right? How is that a benefit? So they get to double their output of pollution So no one is talking about pollution and COPD lung disease is the number one source of death in the world so we're putting up more of these particulates and no one's talking about that but they are talking about co2 which is a food for plants in fact when co2 levels go below about 100 parts per million right what happens all life on earth dies so we're supposed to have in fact co2 levels have been you know 10 times higher and that's when we had the most amazing agriculture right so anyway, um, I think a lot of this is about educating people, you know?
1: Some- what about, uh, what about the bio warfare? Um, what's your thoughts on, um, them spending billions of dollars taking warfare from conventional bombs, guns, tanks. Well, look, and now- listen, Jesse, bio warfare goes back nearly, you know, 3000 years. Okay.
0: You can go look back to re- Greek and Roman times. People used to do biologic warfare, Right. Um, And and there's there's been well-written books about this. You can just Google and find these. Um, In the modern world, um, biological warfare can be done in a much faster way to a global audience, right? Um, And we need to recognize that a lot of this has been supported by both wings of the establishment. It's been going on. You You could talk about biological warfare being putting poisons in our food, right? I mean, this has been going on for a very, very long time. But the reason it's gotten this bad, Jesse, I keep wanting to emphasize this, is because the left and the right, you look at that graph, it goes back to 1970, 1980. Both wings have been doing this. So we need a systems overhaul. You cannot be voting for the lesser of two evils. We need a systems overhaul. Period. So I want to, you know, I think we've, I have to... uh, uh, wrap up, Jesse, it's, I have a a meeting coming up, but, um, I just want to emphasize in the last few minutes, truth, freedom, and health is the solution. Our run for president provides people a platform to get involved. That's what we're talking about globally, because without building a bottoms up movement with the right science, with the right engineering, physics. And it's time you learn this we will never win. They have a nuclear weapon and you're walking around with you know sticks and stones. I mean that by the knowledge base. They understand system science. That's why they're able to see into the future. I'm able to see into the future as you saw in 2020. I called all this shit out. And I'm calling this shit out now. If we want to win, we have to all learn the science of systems. And we have to have enough people learning it. And we have to mobilize the bottoms up movement. We have to get people going offline, you know, handing out flyers, meeting with your neighbors, having conversations. And we don't need to waste our time on people who want to resist us. If they want to wear five masks, please pull a mask out of your wallet and give them another one. If they want to take five boosters, give them another booster because they're never going to change. Find those people who are ready to mobilize a movement. Bring them to truth, freedom, and health. Because when 20% get mobilized, we'll be able to bring the other 50% over. The 30% of people who never want to change. Let them all go to hell. Don't waste your time barking at them, trying to convince them. You're going to get burned out. That is another secret I'm
1: sharing with people. Before we wrap up, I was hoping you could tell us about your recent supplement patent MV25. Yeah. In fact, I can tell you more
0: than just MV25, you know, the technology that I created took me 16 years, allows us to eliminate the need for animal testing, really discover at the molecular level, what's actually going on for any disease in our body for that matter, anything. And I'll give you two examples. You know, we recently published a paper on periodontitis, where we literally mapped every molecular pathway having to do uh, with periodontal disease, Peridon- and periodontal disease is a big wor- uh, for oral health, right? If your body, um, if you don't, t- if you don't take care of your mouth, you're going to destroy your whole body. I don't know if people understand that how important the, the mouth is to physical health, mental health, all sorts of health. So let me just share this with people. Here you go. So you can see that paper. Let me. Do you see it, Jared? So yeah, yeah. Let me let me share this with you first. You guys see this? Oops, I'm on the wrong screen. Sorry. Let me uh, close this. I have to. Uh, I think you can see the screen, right? How do I let me open link? I don't want to put it in a, I think I want to put it right here, new window. Okay, I have to go to this new window, sorry. Um, can you guys see my screen? Yeah. Okay, so let me share the screen here. You got to stop sharing here. Okay, so let me share the screen with you guys. And that's over here, I right here. Yeah, here we go. Okay, so look, I work as a full-time scientist in addition to doing all this rabble-rousing, okay, running for uh, president, all these things. Um, so, you know, a typical work day for me is waking up at four or five and working until midnight. And I don't expect anyone else to do that. It's sort of, but I enjoy what I do. Uh, but the other half of my life or more is we just published this major paper. You see it says a systems architecture. Okay, let me in fact take away this there, okay? And you notice I'm the senior author on this and I did it with uh, one of my colleagues out of BU, right? But what you'll notice is that, um, is this is a first systems map of your mouth. See the microbiome, the soft tissue, how all these parts work together. And then more importantly, I've gone to the molecular systems of like literally done the circuit mapping. Okay, no one ever did this before. And we have the architecture which shows, what this architecture shows is that, for example, if you wear a mask on your mouth, it's going to increase these kinds of bacteria, which are going to destroy your mouth microbiome. But notice, it took us five years to put this paper together and to do this research. No one funded us. We did it ourselves. I funded it. And we did the work of, and much of the major institutions can't do this work, okay? That's Yeah, but as some of you may know, you know, in 2020 we ran the first mask conference, okay, and we educated people on this. We shared our scientific paper, and we got people mobilized on the ground to fight these mask mandates. You say by using the science, um, and also on top of it, not only using the science, Jesse, but also giving them legal basis. To go, and, uh, to go and challenge um, the school committees. And we won many, many victories because we use science. So now this paper we just published yesterday, very powerful paper, okay? It shows that the attenuation of aging related oxidative stress pathways. So again, we've mapped out all the molecular pathways involved in aging. We took on oxidative stress in this paper and we literally mapped out the molecular pathways of aging, but more importantly, we came up with a solution. We found seven, sorry, yeah, six natural compounds in nature, and we've also told people exactly where they come from. This is like a public service. Again, we funded this ourselves in grapes, blackcurrant, blueberries, raspberries, particularly blueberries and raspberries. Delphinidin and elagic acid are amazing to prolong your age. Okay, so this is so. You, what other presidential candidate? actually does science, gets it published to actually deliver you solutions. None of them, they're all scumbags. They will tell you to take your money and give it to Fauci or give more money to the NIH. So we're doing this in a decentralized way and beating them at their own game. All right, Jesse, this has been very, very valuable. And I hope, I wanna finish up if you don't mind playing a final video, which really shares with people what our political campaign is about, okay? Well, let let me play this video. I think it'll get you guys excited. Here we go. Who would have ever thought I'd be running for president of the United States of America? I was born a low caste, untouchable in India's caste system, a system of aristocracy, oppression, and racism. My name is Dr. Shiva Ayadure. I'm an MIT PhD, a Fulbright scholar, a scientist, engineer, entrepreneur, and inventor. My family and I left India to come to America on my seventh birthday. I grew up in the working class neighborhoods of New Jersey playing baseball, mowing lawns, painting houses, and coding software. My friends and neighbors are Blacks, Italians, Irish, people of all races. As a 14-year-old I wrote 50,000 lines of software code to create the world's first email system and was awarded the first U.S. copyright for email, recognizing me as its official inventor at a time when copyright was the only way to protect software inventions. I did that long before I ever came to MIT, revealing that big innovations can occur anytime, place, by anybody. Growing up I saw politicians dividing us by race and religion in both America and India to have us fighting each other while they remained safe in their gated communities and in their playgrounds of Hollywood, Martha's Vineyard and Silicon Valley. I'm a fighter, I fought racism and exposed their imperialist wars, fought for workers and put my life on the line against global corruption. I never wanted to run for political office. All that changed when I saw working Americans as never before being duped by the establishment and the not-so-obvious establishment. Across left and right, we were being sold out and made to forget why we came to America and why America existed. Lawyers, academics, billionaires, celebrities and politicians, elites, Clintons, Kennedys, Bidens, Obamas, Bushes, black and white have hijacked America. They've printed trillions for their friends. they delivered crumbling infrastructure, corruption and racism. They've transferred trillions to themselves, dividing black and white, fear-mongering and fake science lockdowns and censorship dirty air food and water pushing drugs upon us making us sicker we've been sold out one set of rules for them and another for us we deserve a warrior with a history of courage in putting everything on the line for you who believes in you not them who has created a movement bottoms up for truth freedom health i've exposed their lies at the right time never waiting until it was popular i've exposed their false gods who exist to lead you back to them i've exposed their fake science of lockdowns and masking and provided you solutions to fight them and win and protect your immune system saving millions i expose fauci galvanize the fire fauci campaign when others remain silent when they stole our election we sued the government and twitter in our historic 2020 federal lawsuit exposing in bare view the government and big tech censorship infrastructure Now it's time for you to join the movement, to win back America, to win back truth, win back freedom, win back your health. That's why I'm running for President of the United States. This race is about you. This race is about truth, freedom, health versus power, profit, control. We've had enough. They think we'll fall in line and vote again for their lawyers, celebrities, billionaires and chosen ones from above. We choose our heroes from below, from the rank and file, who do what is right at the right time, not when it's convenient and popular. They can never represent us. What America needs is a movement by the working people, for the working people, who are educated, organized, decentralized, and fight for independence from their systems of control. And that movement exists. It's ready for you. We don't need them. We need us to go bottoms up, neighbor to neighbor. My journey, your journey, are all the same. It's our time. It's time we had one of us. It's time to win back truth, freedom, health to win back America, be part of this historic movement, all the way to our victory on November fifth, twenty 2024. If you're an American citizen, pledge your vote now for Dr. Shiva Durey, the independent candidate for U.S. President. No matter where you live, you can be a part of this. Volunteer as little as 20 minutes a day. Don't delay. This is Dr. Shiva Durey and I approve this message, paid for by Dr. Shiva for President. Look, here's the bottom line. Okay, let's look at the numbers. Um, If you think about it, take a state like Massachusetts. Um, 5.5 million million people are eligible to vote, right? Do you know how many people actually are registered to vote out of that 5.5 million? 4.2 million, okay? So that means right there, there's about 1.3 million people who don't even register to vote. Why? Because they don't believe in the system. Then out of the 4.2 million people who are registered to vote, how many actually come out and vote? About half of them. Okay? Let's say 2.5 million people on a good day. Depends on a presidential year. All right. So now that's another (laughs) 2 million people, right? Roughly. 2 million plus... So you have 3 million people who are eligible to vote who don't vote or don't even register to vote. Okay? Then out of the 2.2 to 5 million people who do vote... 10% 10% are registered Republicans, 35% are Democrats, the other 60% are unaffiliated. They don't believe in either party. You follow where I'm going? This entire, and then by the way, when candidates run for office, you know who they market to? They send out all their all their TV advertisements only for that 2 million. They don't want the other 3 million people ever coming out because they're gonna fuck up their elections. So they actively do not want more people voting. Do you understand what I'm saying, Jesse, because that doesn't they have mathematical models saying, OK, I'm going to target these households because I need to bring out so many Republicans and Democrats I want to bring up so many Democrats. You say I know the science because I, I know I know the math. I, I've, I, 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 I used to do it for our own election, but they don't want the dark matter coming out, the non Brahmins, <laughs> you know, the three million people, the 60 percent who have given up on the system. So. This is why we need to build a movement. You see, when I ran in Massachusetts, 60% of the people voted for us had never voted before. We brought out the dark matter. Wow. That's what we're bringing out. The dark matter. And that is why, you know, the former chief of staff to Trump, when he heard I was running, he said, that's a fucking disruption. And that's why their only thing is to make us invisible. Well, that's why I'm telling everyone, get off your butt and fucking get these flyers out there we get this out to 50 million people,
1: they're fucked. So, but do you have one in each one of the ridings Like, could you, cause if you win your riding, do you have enough people all across America that can actually get you as president? No, we're not doing a right we're getting on the ballot. So in every
0: state we have to get on the ballot, which means you have to collect so many signatures that everyone has to do. So the goal is anyone listening first of all, put these bumper stickers wherever you're in the world. That's just brand equity. People go – I mean, I had a friend of mine when I was running for Senate in Massachusetts. He was vacationing in Maui, and someone else had our bumper sticker on, you know, in Haleakala Crater, okay? Then he goes to Beverly Hills. So people were putting our – you can build brand equity everywhere. We live in a global world now. So if you're in Finland, get a bumper sticker. If you're in Canada, put – Americans will come there and say, wow, he's got support everywhere, okay? So number one, get the bumper stickers out, right? Number two, volunteer. If you have friends wherever you are in the United States, tell them to get on the ground. Volunteerachieverforpresident.com. You know, when I ran for Senate, we had people all over the country volunteering. People are making phone calls from Australia. I'm calling from Australia. I think you guys should vote for that guy for president. You can you can make phone calls, okay? Anyone can help here. But more importantly, get involved because you meet amazing people. You know, you get to realize you're not alone. And that's really, really boosts your immune system. Anyway, Jesse, it was great. Uh, Thank you for allowing me to share the
1: videos and everything with your audience. (laughs) This is valuable for you guys. But, oh, oh, 100%. Would you be interested in coming back? And we'd like to get some stickers and signed copies of your book, if possible. That's one of the things here at The Missing Link. We're trying to get a yeah, signed copy on, of every single author. Yeah, go
0: online or ask Heather. You know, I have signed copies right here, System help But everyone, you know, get educated, right? Or be enslaved. That's our slogan. And we've created the infrastructure for everyone to be involved. And fi- finally, Jesse, I want to let everyone know, every... Thursdays at 11 a.m. and at 8 p.m. It's a double feature. Go to VASHIVA.com slash orientation. Sign up to come to our open houses. Okay? Get involved. Come to the open houses. Meet people. Meet friends. You know? Um, You'll enjoy it. I just wanted to thank a couple of people who've helped us. You know, as you were, someone said, um, Dr. Shiva, please stop giving your research away for free. Please stop. All right, well then uh, contribute. Thank you for your you know contribution. Someone said I promised to vote for Dr. Shiva 2024. Someone else said Dr. Shiva, Ayadore uh, Dane Wingington are two of the most important voices on the planet. D. uh,
1: Wingington. Dane Wingington from geoengineering.com. So, some people believe he's controlled because he only talks about some certain things and not others. We've had other climate scientists, but uh, I can see why they're saying that because he's bringing awareness to the geoengineering that's going
0: on. Yeah. So, he's saying D. Wingington's part American Indian. How funny. Indians are invisible ones, whether East Indian or American Indian. True. And someone says, I support you 100%. I'm in Los Angeles. Just wanted You to know that the word Shiva, what the Shiva means to you, because it is not unlike having the name Lucifer. (laughs) Well, look, um, Shiva is actually from the ancient Tamil word actually means savapu. If you go look at it, which means sun. okay, light. okay, which means um, not light of the Lucifer light, but it's a very natural form of thing that gives health. Right. Because without the sun, we don't have life. That's what it means. That's one interpretation. The other is Shiva is a destroyer, um, the destroyer of evil, okay? The destroyer of darkness, right? The destroyer of the devil. Um, so that's what Shiva ultimately means. But darkness here is ignorance. So the trident of Shiva actually pierces ignorance, you know? Shiva ultimately educates and awakens people to their own divinity. You know, the kingdom of heaven is within you. So that's another interpretation, you know? Yeah. Um, Someone else says you should get on the show Valuetainment. Yeah, let me give you a, a, this show, this scumbag, uh, Patrick, Bet David, this guy's a total scum. In 2020, he, he wanted me on his show, right? I said, great. I didn't know who the guy was. And he said, OK, I have tickets. Everything's booked. And I had very specific things on what the tickets were to bring my assistant. We go to the airport at five in the morning. He didn't follow our instructions. He expected me to pay for it. Wow. Okay. He's a fucking tool scumbag. And now he's acting like he's radical. Right. And he said, Oh, Dr. Shiva's arrogant. That's why I put him on. It's like, fuck you. That's my answer to him. Fuck you. He's part of the swarm. He only promotes the swarm creatures. He will never put me on because he will, because people will recognize who he really is.
1: So there you go. Is he, is he a Brahmin, you think, then? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, thank you. Uh, um, this was great, you know, having this conversation with you, Jesse. And let's do it again. Awesome. Thank you so much. Uh, May the source be with you and all that you do. Protection around you. I'm in alignment with everything that I've ever heard come out of your mouth. And when I heard you talking about the Brahmins, I was like, wow, this guy is truly on our side. So keep doing what you're doing. You have the support here of The Missing Link. And, you know, all of our audience here knows that I'm firmly support. I don't firmly support anyone. Right, I tell people to think for themselves, but you are someone who I do support. So keep doing what you're doing, man. And I'd love to book you again here in the near future.
0: Jesse, let's do that again. And remember, it's time that we shatter the swarm and everyone listening today, for God's sake, get off your butts. We have, you know, it's being handed to you on a golden platter in some ways, the education, the knowledge, and whatever way you want to participate, get a flyer, get a bumper sticker, get on the ground, uh, tell your friends, share this video. And by the way, with all the shadow ban and get this out there. Anyway, be the light. Okay. Uh, best to you and your, your
1: family and, and friends and all your audience. Thank you. Thank, thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks to you too. Thank you everybody for all your likes, comments, heart, shares, and stars. We appreciate all of your love and support. May the source be with you all. We've got another, bye Dr. Shiva. I know all you got to get right, going. Be well.